I used to work at this place as like a, a security guard at the front desk and they had to deal a lot with like uh, mortgages and stuff. And somebody came in, they're like, I need you to sign this for me. And I was like, oh, what is it? And they're like, garnishments. And I look at the dude, like, dead ass, like, <laughs> like lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, what does parsley have to do with this? <laughs> <job?"> <laughs> like, this garnishment. And, he was, and then he's just like, no. <laughs> it's like lettuce? I was like, I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, hey cold bro. We're back. Bra. Man. Um, I can't believe it's already been a week. It's already. I can't how it's many times is this joke going to be made? The time is passing. <laughs> the funny thing is, is nobody knows why this joke is make, being made. Unless I'm pretty sure they figured it out. Like, they're not dumb. Let's hope. We record two episodes in a day, okay? Dude, don't give away our secret. We batch episodes. Now. Don't now, behind that curtain. Now let's give away the joke of the name of the podcast. Nope. We named let's, it Cold Bow because... My favorite uh, reoccurring <laughs> joke is Jake's like fake enthusiasm. He's like, I am so excited to be here right now talking. <laughs> but he's so is. excited. I, I say that while like my eyes are drooping and I'm <laughs> like, chugging on You said it last drink. time and you were like on Instagram. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> and it takes all of two seconds for and, the enthusiasm. And I know he was because he sent me the meme. <laughs> and, I, and I did the laughing, the joy emoji, even though I've seen it already. <laughs> yeah. I seen it. Um, so what have you been doing? Um, so for Christmas, I got, um, the new Stormlight Archive book. Ooh. And I forget the name of it constantly. Rhythm of War. Rhythm of War. <laughs> and it, for some reason, it doesn't seem like, like, like the name of it, it doesn't like flow like Oathbreaker, Oathbringer or path of radiance you know i mean mean? rhythm of war though it's the parshendi they're it's the like so far they're like hardly even in it the parshendi yeah Yeah, that's interesting and it is a huge book right i I mean admittedly i'm not that far in and (laughs) like i don't know like i kind of it's kind of lost me already yeah i I, i've decided not to read this until the next one because i've heard this is kind of a middle book Mm mm-hmm so you heard that from Daniel Green. You just you're like no, he's like heard, he's like your my, Oprah, dude. dude I heard, I heard from my dad. dad. <laughs> our dad, our dad told us that, and I kind of was upset when he did because I was like, it builds. That's it, not. It, that, it sets an expectation too. If yeah, you hear it's that, not, it's not a a spoiler, but it's definitely a spoiler. Yeah, for being not a spoiler, it's yeah. definitely a spoiler. And I, I don't want. I guess I won't spoil. I mean, it, I would say if you guys can, you should read it because there's a lot of turns that the characters it's almost like a game of thrones you're like that's the way you're going with this character hmm. um but i mean there's been a lot of action like a lot of action i feel spoiled with how cool some of the scenes have been so far starting word of words of radiance soon so then it's Oathbringer. then it's yeah words of so radiance i've got i i just re-listened to them and i think words of radiance might be my favorite it's a good one like kaladin zeth and yeah. yeah, like that. I think that one's like a perfect book. It's good stuff. <coughs> cool. That's a good one. So uh, just like Troy said last time he watched uh, Ted Lasso, I actually have watched all of Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Cobra since, Kai. Uh, 
since we last did this. And Scott, you can just go ahead and sit up this conversation. Um, yeah, I don't know why you're saying this on air because no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> cares. He cares about as much as I do about Ted's lasso or whatever. <laughs> Some cowboy show. <laughs> Cobra Kai is so it is about as teenage angst and drama as you can get like, but it's like they're aware of it. Yeah. They like, own of course, it. Of like very on the nose with it. It's extremely campy and they know it's campy, <laughs> which by the way, for those of you that don't know who, what campy is, cause I've had to explain this word a couple times. I have too. And I like, it's, it, it just means exaggerated. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exaggerated on purpose. Basically. I'm a like, huge fan of like campiness. Like, oh, I'm yeah. A, oh yeah. Like GI Joe, like back in the day. Oh, yeah. You can, camp. if you can go into the woods, the top, pitching tents, uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was so, bad. Go ahead. <laughs> if you can go over the top with something and know that you're doing it and mm. kind of play into it, then do it. Then then absolutely do that. That's part of the comedy, and that's that is absolutely part of the comedy of Cobra Kai. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, and it's really great. And the the three way nature of the of the the senseis and season mm-hmm. three and stuff like that. It's, it's just it's a really fun. I really like the way. It kind of bugs me how long it took season three to get to that point. Um, they always end not where I expect, but I think that's to its benefit sometimes. Yeah, because you're like, we're going to end in a tournament. And you're like, actually, we're not. We're going to end in a freaking orgy of a fight yeah. <laughs> with like everyone versus everyone. Yeah, because I because I I I finished season three and was like, that was it, it was almost too campy for me, and it was too much. Uh, teenage angst for me and i was like i i don't know and, but then the way it ended i was like it's got its hooks in me and i'm watching yep. season four there, yep. there's no question about it yep um mm-hmm. some of the characters mm-hmm. the arc of some of these characters like uh lip, lip and slash hawk his arc of i mean i love hawks lip slash and hawk <laughs> lip slash and hawk but like the way that they're all the same character yeah but uh no same with penis breath and ass face penis breath and ass face they're great um they he he he's awesome no anyway it's a great show and it's really got its hooks in me, and I'm super excited for season four, even though I, I roll my eyes literally every episode. Oh, every episode. The funny thing about um, – was sorry, real quick. The, what I really like about Cobra Kai is the way they bring back old characters. Um, even even when it's a flashback, you know, mm-hmm. like the way they talk about Mr. Miyagi and then like Daniel is talking about a very specific lesson he learned from Mr. Miyagi and they bring back Dude, those flashbacks. Dude, I love the um, season two arc where uh, – it was just the one episode arc where uh, Johnny goes back and finds his buddies, mm. finds his his buddies, the old cobras, school, the old cobras. And, yeah, yeah, that was and good. He, he kind of goes on a bike, he goes on the motorcycle ride mm-hmm. with them. Like that was really. And it cool. was sad because that dude like actually died, like the actor, the actor. Yeah. And so it, and it's the same guy. It's like put him in a body bag. Yeah, get him a body bag. And the episode ends with him getting zipped up in a body bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I never noticed the, that. Yeah. But like, the writers like they just this is such a love letter. To, yeah, like they got chosen back, dude. They brought chosen back. Yeah, I know chosen and, uh, and like my jaw was chosen. He's such you a know, bad guy. I wouldn't the, the big that episode. The the other character that shows up at the very end of the episode. The mm-hmm. um, I wonder if that was the same. Uh, the little girl, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is. She said yeah. that. But I know it was the but same actress. The same actress. Yes. Oh, is it? Jesus. I don't know. Well, I, I, I think that's I great. Would, that's would, what I was going to say. I the mean, people they yes, bring back. Yes. I mean, obviously there's but, um, uh, like, I'm sure they filmed that movie in San Francisco. Like it's not, 
Oh, sure. Anytime, anytime you, uh, anytime I get worried about how over the top it's getting, though, mm-hmm. I just think of that scene of the guy going, put him in a body bag. Yeah, get him, Johnny. And I'm like, or, okay. you know, or the that, beginning of Karate Kid 2 when, when, when Kreese punches through the windows and everybody's just like, it's, oh, yeah, this is normal. No big deal. Just, yeah. Don't, don't, um, you know, don't get security involved or whatever. Um, I had a, that's what I've been up to. But I had a, an argument with my mom about this recently. <laughs> About uh, because she does not like the way that Daniel is portrayed in Cobra Kai. And I just had to remind her, like, Mom, Daniel was a hothead in Cobra Kai, and he always had to be reined in. Karate Kid. Sorry, in Karate Kid, yeah. In all three of them, the reason. And he always had to be reined in by Mr. Miyagi and teaching him balance. That was the whole concept. Well, and here's the thing, and I know we talked about it at length on the when in a couple weeks ago. So you can see why I put it up there. Yeah. But <laughs> Daniel is not a bad guy yeah in the in the tv show right nobody's he, the bad guy he's not really, a bad think guy about it. he's the antagonist but he's not a bad guy that doesn't make him bad guy he so can be bad guy but not be bad guy uh he's uh he's he's the antagonist yes <clears throat> through the first couple seasons but he is not he's not a bad guy and he's trying to do what's best but his emotions get away from it's yes. he's exactly the character he was yes. in the movie so this is and which is what I'm glad about because he's trying to carry on the Miyagi Mr. Miyagi like uh legend not legend um Anyway, legacy Tradition, legacy thank you yeah, legacy. his legacy but but he lets his lets himself get the the better of him right uh um, scott uh <laughs> but, why? but here's my question who because mr miyagi would win in a fight mr miyagi is dead who is the miyagi of cobra kai johnny i mean are you are you trying to say like who is the one that's like the sensei right because it's not because it's johnny well, okay, Johnny is the sensei. He's the one that, that beats up I, the I know other kids. I know you're trying to get to that it's Crease, but it's not. No. The whole point is that it's Johnny. No. Because he's the one no, that's no, taking no, no, these no. kids. I'm talking about the one. Okay, let me, uh, you know what? That was kind of a really broad question looking for a specific answer, and that's a really bad idea. The point that my mom. With me, yes. Yes. The, I'm stupid. Yeah. No, you're. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. <laughs> the, point, words on the point that my mom made was that, uh, was because I made the argument that Daniel has to be grounded. He has to be brought back to this point where he remembers these lessons. That is it his wife? It's his wife. It's his wife is the, is the, is the voice of reason. The one it's that's constantly. That a woman is the one that said that. Is the one that's constantly. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Should I censor that? Oh, <laughs> so funny. No. So, um, <clears throat> but, but that, that's the thing is like Daniel always had to be brought back in and reined in. And so he always has to get to a point where he remembers the lessons that Mr. Miyagi taught him. And it's always his wife who tries to bring him back and tries to show. I really him. like the role she took. I was going to say, season. like, I love the, like the actor that plays her. Like, yeah, like she's that great. Character. Yeah. That she's season, like the she children. Job. Are we done? Like yeah. fighting? Well, and she's constantly trying to get Johnny and a joke about her in his show and I thought it was hilarious hmm. he's she, like when you're done pl- pleasuring yourself to the mom from the guy. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's constantly trying to bring Johnny and Daniel together to be like look you guys are really fighting you the have, same fight like you guys are just just too stupid to dude, see that, she, she's, that, that scene when Johnny yeah. shows up at the at the LaRusso's house and they're gonna fight in the backyard oh yeah and she's like she comes out and is like 
So are you two going to end up in the pool or what? Like, <laughs> Their bre- clothes ripped off? Breakfast is ready if you want it. And Johnny's like, uh, I can eat. <laughs> and then they eat eggs in the LaRusso's house while Johnny stares at Daniel over the table. Like, I know that it's was a like, great moment. I know it's like the only role he's like really famous for, but William Zabka is so good in this show. He's, he's so great. He's, he's so, he's so likable. I know. Work. Because I really like him in the show. Yeah, he's like perfect. Sorry, Scott. We kind of took over the... Uh, anyway, that was our episode today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> I mean, it's, we're 11 minutes in now. <laughs> what have you been up to, It's Scott? a show worth talking about, if you haven't noticed yet. We should have a Cobra, Cobra Kai episode right now. Cold Bro Kai? Yes. Ooh. Oh, we, should, we, should all, <laughs> we should all study karate. <laughs> Cold Brokai. Cold, I guess Cold Bokai would work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't been up to much. You've All been, right, moving. You've yeah. been <laughs> pooping your brains out or something. Oh, yeah, I've been sick a little bit. Hey, I've Stomach been recovering book. too. I got you. Yep, it sucks. Are you contagious? Because we're all like sitting on your lap right now. <laughs> uh,. A little bit, maybe. I don't know. Oh, a little bit. So great. yippee Kaye. I like the way you said that very breathily. <laughs> <laughs> I was deciding on how breathily to say it. Have you guys seen that show on Disney Channel? It's supposed to be like relaxing nature and they get like famous actresses to like narrate. But all they do is just whisper really breathy. <laughs> it's like they get like a what's what's Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, Zoe. Zoe Kravitz. And she's like the octopus swims in the water. So it's like it, it ASMR bugs me, stuff. It bugs me so much. Yeah, what he just did in my ears with the headphones on sounded much better than what you brought. So, <laughs> Top notch, Chris. Good I job. guess I'll go narrate <laughs> with like a stupid British accent because he's just like <sighs> it's like uh, my work. You can uh, just say British accent. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> we all just assume they're stupid. Yeah, that was, that was a little. Here redundant. we just call it stupid. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Simpsons. <laughs> Ladders the size of a Brazil nut. <laughs> oh. Anyway, if There's you've never hole. met anyone from England or Britain, mm-hmm. like. It, like the posh proper accents sound smart and then you meet then you actually oh, yeah. meet a real person from britain and you're yeah. like whoa wow you have southern people too don't you <laughs> <laughs> yep just from what's, speaking what's you know you're not at a high iq turns out their mississippi is london <laughs> <laughs> what's a what's a toss pot again <laughs> Oh, well, I'm sorry for all of our British listeners. We may have just lost all of you there, but uh, yeah, thanks. All three of you. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, let's get into the uh, Troy. Do you have anything you want to talk about? No, no, no. I was, I was just glad to jump on the Cobra Kai bandwagon. Sweet. Um, So actually I think Scotty had the idea for this, for this episode and we all thought it was really good. So let's let you introduce this as we get into it. Well, I, it was Chris that had the idea, and I oh. said, "And I said that should be an episode." So I did contribute. <laughs> so let's let was, Chris introduce Scott's idea. Scott's. <laughs> I can't. Um, Isn't that what happened, Chris? You brought up. Yeah. You brought up an example. And Scott was like, it. "We should do that," and Jake's like, "Great idea, Scott." <laughs> Listen, Chris has done that, stolen enough ideas from enough people that it's just. Uh, yeah, it's true. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> 
I know karma. She is a bitch. Mm. <laughs> um, so we were, I don't remember the context, but we were talking about uh, movies and we were like, remember how that movie was actually good, but nobody thought or expected it to be when you really it, wanted it to be good. I really wanted it to be good, <laughs> but, but it's like, dun, dun, I guess dun. the the concept or the whole point was what's a movie that you ended up really enjoying that had, bad trailer bad marketing bad word of mouth or i don't even know i mean i think word of mouth actually is sometimes well like really that movie's good like, yeah like uh for we had a few uh examples on here but one of the ones was like mad max Fury road um that's a movie i saw the trailer and i was like that looks like gory action like i guess i'll watch it eventually and then i saw the reviews and it was like getting tens yeah and it was like getting nominated for academy awards and it got nominated for like 12 academy awards Did it really yeah and it won it won more than any other movie that year just not best picture <laughs> but then you're like wow so oh yeah it did win cinematography right mm-hmm yeah one like sound and costume sound and, editing, yeah. and then it, like, there's a quality to that movie that can't be denied even oh, absolutely. by the academy but uh that's an example of one that didn't have very good marketing and then when you finally see it you're like well that just blew past my expectations well, well, well it's a movie like mad max it's hard to say this this is more than just a, a mad max movie yeah yeah in a trailer in the marketing how do you how do you portray <clears throat> what it actually is yeah you know because all you have is the is the flash and the bang. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab some low hanging fruit here, and I'm gonna say the Shawshank Redemption would be one because uh, I mean I don't remember is that low hanging fruit. Well, low hanging fruit as far as like a movie that didn't do too well in the theaters. Um, and, I mean, I guess you could put most cult classics in this, but like obviously I don't remember its marketing, but it wasn't marketed well enough to do well in the theater and mm-hmm. and, and everything. But now it's become kind of a beloved movie. So yeah, that movie is amazing. Yeah, it's like one of the best movies I've ever seen. Shawshank is amazing. If you look mm-hmm. at IMDb; it's the best movie ever made. It's been it really? has been there for like years. twelve years. years. Yeah. yeah, but so you know, whenever you know, it's kind of common knowledge now that it didn't do too well in the theater. But mm-hmm. like, but when I first heard that, I was oh, like, the no Kurt way. Cobain effect. <laughs> 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 Am I using that Throwback. right? What's funny at is two brute cold cold bow podcast trademark. <laughs> the the funny thing is is that uh, that. One of the honorable mentions I had was Godzilla from 2014. That was like one is, of the greatest trailers. That which is the opposite. It was the opposite. Yeah. It where you were like, you were like, whoa, it's got Brian Cranston in it, and, it's and it was got, great until Brian Cranston died. Yeah. Oh man. It was this spoilers. <laughs> when did it's you just, say it came out? It's been uh, if, we're, if we're talking opposites, this is a whole other episode. I know. Well, right. You got Batman <laughs> but, Superman. But, you got but, Man but of like, Steel. Like, it's the whole idea that you can get a ton of people into the theater because you're like, oh, look, this movie cool, has Brian like, They had like the red skydivers with the smoke. And oh, yeah. The yeah, music. Yeah, the and divers and stuff. Like that stuff is so cool. And then, then you watch the movie and you're like, the beginning was really You're great. Like, this is like a six. Yeah, and it, it was a serviceable Godzilla movie. Two point five stars. Like. I, I liked it. I didn't. I mean, it's walk not away. King Kong versus Godzilla. I, I, I like away. genuinely excited for that. <laughs> I walked away from the movie thinking, oh yeah, it was good. I, I, I didn't waste my money, but I was like, hey, what it could have been though. Like you had Brian Cranston on your cast, but especially in 2014 when he was like riding that, that wave. That was his. That was yeah. right when he was. But that's. I mean, think of that. As that was seven years ago. It's wild. So wild. Anyway, um, 
Frozen too. That those trailers were a lie. Dude, I think uh, Frozen was was definitely one. Oh, for real. But, I was like, oh, a movie about a snowman and a reindeer. Yeah, how cute. And then I saw the review, and it was like, this is a story about two sisters, and I was like, great. What? I, I think this happens. <laughs> what? I think this happens a lot to um, to animated movies in general because I put Crudes down mm-hmm. because and, and you can you can say the same thing about Toy Story about anything that has or Inside Out like really good children. <clears throat> it's children's movies. Th- they're children's movies, but they're really deep and good and hit it at, at different levels where an adult can say can, deep and good again. Deep and good. Um, mm. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like I think that can be as as a whole. Kids movies mm-hmm. and, and animated movies um, are are they can't be uh, marketed. The, well, because the way, way you're going to get butts and seats for kids movies mm-hmm. is by showing the snowman and the yeah. reindeer. Yeah, and and that's and that's most production companies like Golden Goose is the it's kids movies <laughs> and I, and, uh, I, it's, and the crudes you're going to show the sloth right yeah in the in the trailers yeah but. But then when you get there, the Dude, adults watch it and they're that like, movie oh, had man, me this rolling. Movie is the first one or the... the second one? Yeah. It was so funny. There were so many like dumb jokes too. Just like Oh, I loved it. Like they were getting in a sauna and <laughs> Peter Dinklage is like, Yeah, come in, take off your fur vest and sit down. And he's like, I, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage furry chest. There were so many dumb jokes. Dude. I was cracking up, dude. I love and the, the Night Witches or whatever it was. Oh, those Thunder Sisters. Thunder Sisters. <laughs> There's a lot of like feel good moments Scott's got in those uh, movies. Star Wars. Star Wars on the moon. <laughs> the Night Sisters. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Night Witches. Um, like in the, have, have you seen the first one yet? Yeah. Yeah. When. Uh, like straight up, there's a part where like the dad is just gonna like just sacrifice himself and die. Yeah, and I was like, like the the Toy Story three the mode? scene dragged on long enough for me to think that it might actually happen. Yep, mm-hmm. and I was like kind of tearing up. I was like, this is heartbreaking. It took a lot and, for and him because he was me, fighting survival so much, and then mm-hmm. he's yeah. it's the, it was the art style that kept me away from that movie for so long. Yeah, I, I mean, so I saw that movie at the dollar theaters in uh, freaking West Valley, at, like. Uh, what was that? The, the mall, the the dollar movie, crappy. Ter- yeah. yeah, and I remember watching it, and I was like, "Man, this movie's ugly." Like, did you go is- on Cultural Day? I don't know. <laughs> if you go to Valley Fair Mall, every day is Cultural Day. Jeez, that <laughs> 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 <And> everyone gets. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, I thought it was really ugly until the ca- like they leave the cave. And I was like, wow, this movie is like actually beautiful. And, and the second yeah. the one colors. stepped up the game mm-hmm. huge with the colors. And Still the, haven't seen the second one. You should. All right. We, we don't it's need to spend huh? We spent a lot of time on Crudes. Okay. Tiptoes. Um, if you guys haven't seen Tiptoes. Watch the trailer. Stop what you're doing. Pause the podcast. Go to YouTube. Type in Tiptoes trailer. Watch the trailer. Does that include you guys? Are you telling me Thank to do that? me later. Yes. I have to watch this movie now. Yeah, I know. We need to do an we need to do an episode on tiptoes. Tiptoes. Jeez, we already have the the cold brokai episode that we got to do. Yeah. I don't know even know what that is going to be, but now we got to do a tiptoes episode. So we're just going to punch each other in the face. Season four is writing itself, you guys. <laughs> it's what our characters would do. <laughs> well, <laughs> if we're going to go there. <laughs> okay, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Let's hit our let's hit our uh, our our runner ups for these movies that are bad marketing but good movies. Okay, can I want to I want to 
preface and say that you didn't follow protocol. No, no, no it's not that I, I like, I don't want to call it bad marketing. I just want to say like maybe misleading marketing, misleading, or just maybe just like, okay, I'll go first. Okay. Um, my runner up was the movie upgrade and um, great movie. Totally underrated movie. I think I, I like it's the best venom movie ever made. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually it was one of those um, tandem movies where it comes out right alongside a movie that's very similar to it and and it was the name uh, looks just like uh tom hardy i got i remember during the marketing logan marshall for, for, green for, for both the movies i kept on getting confused with each other yes yeah. because they look so similar yeah logan marshall green one's this american and the other so so to uh, i think chris made the argument that the trailer was actually really good for upgrade mm-hmm. my argument is i never saw it i never heard about the movie until <clears throat> The two of you talked about it, or maybe it was all three of you talked Jake about and it. I talked about it. The two of you talked about it. Kylie and I went and saw it, and she was like, she's very squeamish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, oh, it's, that, it's, that it's movie. You're the squeamish. Movie, it's, it's very squeamy. Yes. yes. But but the two of you, Jake and Scott, Dushin, talked about it. <laughs> squeamish. <Dushin. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> so You're a gun slinging hipster. <laughs> 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 oh, it's a hip slinging gunster, is what he said, <laughs> which is even better than hip a slinging slinging hipster. <laughs> you guys have no idea how confused I was as soon as I came out of my mouth. I was like, why did I just say that? But anyway, uh, hip slinging, <laughs> hip slinging gunster. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> I love inside jokes. These are the best. I, we 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 talked yeah. about not spending too much time on runner up. So I'll just say, you know, <laughs> hey, I didn't even notice upgrades. Marketing. But that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, that even with a great, because yeah. Chris was making the mention that the red band trailer was used so well because <clears throat> it kind of had like this like. Uh, uh, underground movement where people were sharing this red band trailer around, but the only way you could see it was through YouTube. Yeah. And, but, and so and nobody this, has access to that. And this red, red band trailer was really great. But with, even with a great trailer, what, what good does it do if nobody sees it? Yeah. I think that movie, like it didn't make very much money. Like, no, it no. It's oh, but, and that's the thing. Now. Why? Because nobody, nobody went to go see it. Because because, the, because there's honestly, no I, I blame Venom. The only reason, sure, but the only reason why I saw it is because I heard about it from you guys on this podcast, right? And you and, trust but our like, judgment, but like nobody shouldn't. But if but if anybody who went to the theaters never saw if you if all if the only place you see trailers is at the theater, yeah. you didn't see anything about upgrade yeah, because exactly. there was no green band trailer. There was only the red band trailer. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what good what good is a good trailer if no one sees it? That's that's an interesting marketing point. That was that was the the point I wanted to make. That not that it was a bad trailer or that. But it was you bad have marketing. a good point too. Yeah. It's like that it was bad marketing because it was a lack of marketing. But, but the thing and is, it's clearly like, they didn't have a budget for it. Yeah, it's it's, it's in the budget. They like you. But you, the trailer they made was exquisite. Yep. So so the editor that they hired to to make the trailer was great, but that budget ended there. But then they didn't put the money behind it to actually. Uh, that is a, that is a good movie. I like it a lot. Great movie. Marketing question mark. Okay, so Scott has a good one for his runner up that I wanted to yep, talk. About mine too. is one of my favorite, um, more recent action movies. Is Edge of Tomorrow or Live Die Repeat? Depends on when you saw it. I guess. <laughs> and that, but that's what all I you need to is talk kill. About. Is that what you're talking about? 
What? All you need is kill. Oh yeah, it it's based on that. Is that a manga or something mm-hmm. like that? Um, really, really good movie. I love it's Tom Cruise and uh, Emily Groundhog Emily Day Blanc. on steroids. Yeah, Groundhog Day. Groundhog with, Day with, with on Max. crack cocaine. Like Dude, that, that freaking in middle of a war with like futuristic war with mechs and stuff it's it's awesome mech suits and aliens and yeah and, and like what's his name before was he died? The, was like the marketing really that bad for no it, like, it was just confusing the whole name change mm-hmm. and that, that yeah, was after it came point. out or something I, I don't know yeah the name change happened when it went from theaters to dvd why would they do that i don't know I, i've never researched the explanation and they i think live die repeat got searched more than edge of tomorrow did or something well it's, like it's officially edge of tomorrow now well right? it was always no. edge of tomorrow it oh. was Edge of Tomorrow they, started. Then it turned into Live, Die, Repeat. Because they would flash Edge those of words tomorrow. on the screen. Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, and yeah. then that got searched more than the actual got it. name. Oh, then they tied up the But then when they went to... Then they na- renamed the movie Live, Die, Repeat. And then the tagline for the movie was got Edge it. of Tomorrow. And it was called All You Need Is Kill at first. But then there was like a school shooting. Mm. And they're like, actually, all you don't need is to kill. So, <laughs> so they changed it again. But changing the movie's name uh, between theaters and home release is such a crazy, like, bat crazy move to do on on that. Like, that's just so wild. Yep. Uh, because and I think Blu-ray and DVD sales suffered for it. Because, <laughs> Absolutely. Because everybody's like, "Oh yeah, Edge of Tomorrow." That movie I, I saw in the theaters. Yeah, and then I remember oh, seeing it going. It. Well, well, it. No, well, no, I remember seeing. The the live die repeat and going oh is that that's not it right <laughs> yeah and I didn't I didn't click into the movie to see that it was uh, the same thing that it was the same actors so like it threw me yeah like live die repeat edge of tomorrow that You're sounds like in a second one are they live die repeat and repeat and repeat really okay interesting Pete and Pete I, it just live die repeat edge edge of tomorrow sounds like a BTS documentary like a behind the scenes documentary yeah that they made about the movie yeah, yeah. exactly not necessarily oh i thought you're talking about the korean band dude i'm not even joking <laughs> <laughs> no behind the scenes sorry i'm in BTS. the i'm in the i'm using industry speech so mm-hmm. so get over here. yourself i'm in South the korean. industry i'm in the industry <laughs> uh, do you want another lacroix did you know that uh, lacroix <laughs> is actually sweeter than soda <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not Thanks. doing that project. <laughs> I'm not doing that project, mom. Dude, um, I think it's weird how that Johnson, by the way. how that formula. Like I've never seen a movie with that formula that I didn't like. Like <laughs> yeah. Palm Springs, Groundhog's Day, right? Happy Palm Death Springs Day. Happy great. Death Day is a great franchise. If you guys haven't seen it, it's I've heard awesome. It's yeah. So that 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 I just thought Troy and Scott both had such interesting runner-ups when it comes to uh, when it comes to marketing a movie. Because, I mean, with Troy's, it's a great trailer, but nobody saw it. And with Scott's, they changed the marketing halfway through. They changed the name of the movie halfway through its run. Did that like, make I, you think the movie wouldn't be that great? Like, um, I think I had seen it by that time. It, oh, okay. It's just such a Bush League move it, that so, so anybody they, who didn't see it in the theaters has got to be thinking, like, I mean, you changed the name of the movie. It can't be that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, how, how confident are you in this movie? If you have to change the name after it leaves theaters, it's so weird. Yeah. And Edge of Tomorrow is such a like, it's like Dark of the Moon yeah. or uh, yeah. the, the, the whatever yeah. rises, rise of the whatever. 
It seems like Shia LaBeouf would be in it in 2008 or something. Mm-hmm. So, moving on. My runner-up was um, Drive. That's so funny, because I wanted to see the movie because of the trailer. Really? And I hated that movie. Well, it, but, okay, so this is I still... I haven't seen the trailer nor the movie. This is still, this is still relevant, where the movie... <laughs> Um, the the trailer portrayed it as a uh, like a Fast, Fast and, and Furious. Furious type of movie where it's just going to be nonstop action and go 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 go, and then you watch the movie and it's much more it's much more slow it's a slow burn and it's much more cerebral and it's good much, soundtrack and it's much less um like Fast and the Furious. However, when the violence does happens, it is uber violent like. Girl gets shot in the head with a shotgun. It peels the top of her head off. It, like it is uber violent, but uh, it is. I loved the movie. I th- I thought the movie. It's funny because <laughs> Chris and I had the opposite reaction. I saw the trailer and was like, "That looks stupid." Uh, it, it looks like another generic Fast and Furious stupid movie. And then I watched it. Or Need like, for Speed with right Aaron Paul. <laughs> And that, but then I watched it and I was like, oh man, this movie actually has a message and it has heart and it ha- whatever. Uh, it was a, I, oh, also Brian Cranston, by the way, he's also in that movie. Anyway, mm. I love Drive. So but- is the guy that plays Nemo's dad. And he's like, Marlin. that's like all he's known for and Simpson voices. And Simpson's voice. <laughs> he was like a bad guy. This, what's his name? Mel Brooks? No, not Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. <laughs> I think it's Brooks. <laughs> it's something Brooks, guys, I'm telling you. It's not Mel Brooks. Arthur. Arthur Brooks. Miles Davis. Miles per hour. John Hamm. <laughs> is that who it is? Uh, no, but it was uh, the girl that's in the mo- TV show with John Hamm. Christina Pajiski. Um, that's not who I was thinking of. Uh, Christina. Albert Hendricks. Christina, Christina Hendricks. It's Al Brooks. Uh, you know, redhead, and she's very smart. You had the Brooks yeah. right. She, she's the one that ha- gets shot in the head with the shotgun. <laughs> what? The f- it's crazy. Um. Anyway, that was my pick for runner-up was Drive because it was portrayed as one thing, and then you get to the theater, and it's very different. Mm-hmm. Also, like that movie had a strong word of mouth too. So after I saw the initial trailer, and then people around it were just like, I was like on the elevator, like, bro, have you seen Drive, bro? And so that's what made me go see it. Mm. Um, my runner up is Dread 3D because at one point that movie was called Dread 3D. Dread was actually one of my original picks. Yeah. Th- those trailers were not good. Nope. And like it's it's it was apparently evidently hard for that movie to erase the stink of the Sylvester Stallone movie, which I, I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but it must be really bad. Yeah. If it like affects a movie that came out 20 years later. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the marketing for this was, was not good. I don't really remember the marketing to be honest. No, I remember watching though. the trailer, but it was I just also like, remember being like, eh. like one man oh, yeah. in a city, yeah. one desire. And that does sound like, like a Stallone trailer. And, and then there was like, like a, like some techno song playing in the background. Hmm. Uh, but it's Carl Urban. And I mean, I'm going to see anything with Carl Urban in it. And then I, I, I remember, I went and saw it with Jose. Um, I think he was all in from the trailer. I'm not sure. But I I remember seeing a review. Jose's so simple minded. (laughs) He's a simple man. Um, I saw a review and it was like, this movie's badass. Like the the main character is badass. And I was like, well, I'm I'm all about badassery. So Mm -hmm. 
I'm still surprised they haven't made a sequel. Then you watch. I it. actually like follow this. <laughs> like, I, I like, know you there, do. Is there going to be a dread sequel? And they're like, guys, just just give up. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's every time it comes, we try it gets and like murdered. And you hear about there's like behind the scene there's bts stuff in this movie thanks for that's using like super industry cool. standard i understand mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. i'm part of the union so i have to mm. um <laughs> uh the the guy that directed uh ex machina and that movie with natalie portman where she's an alien or something i don't remember but uh, the promising young director is basically had to take over and make that movie so that's his first real I've heard movie. that Natalie Portman one is actually really good. Annihilation? Yeah, that's it. And that Ex was, Machina that is was, a good movie. When I was doing my research for this episode, Annihilation came up a lot yep. for movies with uh, bad marketing, but the movie was actually really good. Uh, but I've never seen the movie, so I can't speak. Alex Alex Garland. Uh, yeah, no, Dread is great, though. Yeah. I loved the movie. I, it, but it, it's the um, Indonesian movie. Kurt Cobain Effect. No, what's that? Oh, movie? the raid, dude! The raid. The raid. It's, <laughs> it's the it's the raid, but with Carl Urban and, and in three D and in three D. <laughs> don't, really don't forget, but like, so I saw it in three D, and it was actually kind of cool. Like, they would do like effects, like where, especially when they take the slow mo, yeah. where they'd shoot somebody with the blood, and then I remember there was like black bars in the bottom and top of the screen, and the blood would like drip out over the black bars, which was, I mean. It's like kind of a cheap ploy. Going yeah, over the, the letter still kind of cool though. Yeah. yeah, but it was cool. I was like, "Whoa, it's like coming at me!" And I'm like, just trying to touch it with my hands. <laughs> Chris would have been one of those people in the '80s with the red and blue glasses. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I can touch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was that person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So those are our runners up. Those are our our movies that. We weren't expecting much. We weren't from expecting, and, and, then, and got yeah. spoiled by. But the number ones that we have, they're going to rock your world. Oh, they rock! Let's let's hype this Here up. Here I am. <laughs> um, so I'll Elmo go, and Grouchland. I'll go first since I went first. With my runner runner up. Um, my topic was going to be uh, the gentleman, um, and I decided not to because I think my other pick is better. But I just wanted to mention how the gentleman fell into that same category of like, I didn't hear about the movie too much until I went and saw it. And I heard about it from word of mouth, <laughs> but it had an amazing cast. Was Matthew it Charlie Hunnam. Uh, no, actually it was, uh, it was Mars. Mm. Um, anyway. So uh, in fact, I think you guys saw it from my word of mouth. Anyway, I mean, I was going to see a Guy Ritchie movie anyway. Sure. And it's Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. But I'll, I'll say, but the, the cast was great there. The, anyway, I, I'm not spending any time on that. The movie I actually picked for my, my uh, top pick was actually Jojo rabbit. I think and it's a good pick. Thank you. Um, the reason why is because that movie was so friggin' good. In fact, if I remember right, that was our movie of the year for 2019. I think so. Yeah. We flipped a, a wallet. Uh, oh, we, we flipped the wallet. Oh, we did. <laughs> that's right. Between, it was between that and Joker. Right. So that's I'm right. I remember we that. Chose what we did. <clears throat> I, I am too because I don't I, I haven't felt that range of emotions in a movie before in my life. Well, I hadn't seen it, and that was that was part of the reason why, if I remember right, why I couldn't vote for it because I hadn't seen it. And again, it was just like I. I didn't have uh, the, the, I remember the trailer was confusing. I remember not really like Taika Waititi wasn't a huge thing. Like at the, at the time for me, at least like, like I knew he'd done Thor Ragnarok and everything was great there. Um, and now I'm, I mean, I, I think he's, he's a great writer, director, everything, but like 
it just was weird that he went from Thor, Thor Ragnarok to a mm-hmm. Nazi movie, a Nazi comedy movie. Anyway. Um, but the, the, like I said, with Gosh, my, I gotta watch it again with it's so good with my previous point with upgrade where you, it was a good movie, but you didn't see the marketing. This one was a little different the because messaging was like all over the place. Yeah. The messaging was all over the place with the marketing, but it was also kind of the marketing let it down for how good of a movie it really mm-hmm. was. Right. That's my main I argument remember, with Jojo Rabbit. I remember watching a lot of the marketing, just like <clears throat> interviews he did on talk shows and stuff. And he had to reiterate how much. Like Hitler was a bad guy. Like it, it was like it was part of like this. Yeah, the culture we're in right now, where it's like he had to make sure that you know he didn't write him humorously because he looks up to him. I don't. He, Hitler was bad. I, I think Hitler. It's like the crazy. You have to defend yourself yeah. that way. It's all. It's, it's the almost like you have to say. Yeah, but when you spend so much time doing that, it kind of Detracts. forces me to think: Are you portraying Hitler in a good light in this movie? Yeah, like. Is that what you're doing? He had to but, pre-defend himself. But like, to be honest, he was for a little bit because little he's bit, a yeah. kid's imagination. It was from the kid's point of view. Yeah. Exactly. That Which was the point I, I was going to make. is bold and also brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it, but it was, I mean, he showed him as a buffoon the entire time, but mm-hmm. but, but, but he, he, had, he became he more and more funny. evil. Right. If you, and, it, if, and it really wasn't Hitler. If you want imaginary yeah, it friend. wasn't it was never Hitler. If you want to take a, um, if you want to take a bold story, a bold piece of history like the Holocaust and like the like the Nazis and you want to tell a story that's going to grab people's attention you're going to take something I think it was a bold move but also a really smart move to show it from a German <laughs> Nazi point of view a sympathizer point of view to show like oh wow 1945 Berlin yeah the, from and, a Nazi's and, point of view yeah that's such a crazy it, idea right just I, how did he get funding that's what I was wondering. That's a good. How that's a good question for this movie. How, how did he come think, out? I mean, and he say, made like, a billion dollars off Thor Ragnarok. Like I think. Was, I think only. Maybe, yeah. But but that's, that's true. Thing. It's probably something that only he could pull off. Yeah, and and then that's the thing is like you know that like nobody you know that nobody's going to make an actual Nazi sympathizer <laughs> film. But when you start with that pretext, maybe the Nazis did. But when you when you make when you start with that pretext where you're like, okay, we're looking at this from the point of view of a Nazi sympathizer of a of a kid who uh, uh, um, idolizes Hitler, um, and then kind of like the, how, the way the story progresses was just really really beautifully done. So and it's like, but how do you market that? But but. So that that's what you that that ultimately is what you're just saying is that he painted himself into a corner a with little the bit. marketing yeah. where you without because he doesn't want to give anything away because that's sure. I think that's one of the biggest marketing faux pas that you can have mm-hmm. is to give too much away and then all the funny parts or all the good parts mm. are in the trailer. And then there's no reason for me right. to go see the movie. Cause I've already seen all the best parts of the movie and there's nothing really. I think to there's see. a balance to it too, because the director of blade runner 2049 said that he wasn't allowed to say anything like uh, Ryan Gosling is a replicant, but he right. couldn't say that. He's like, no, that's a spoiler. And he's like, I say that in the first two minutes of my movie. Yeah. Why can't I say that in my trailer? Yeah. Like, no right. spoiler. Yeah. So, and it so, kind of damaged how much money that movie made. With So with Jojo Rabbit, he's not allowed to give anything away. And because he's not allowed to give anything away, he has to like focus on <clears throat> Hitler being like this funny character in his movie. And then 
that kind of makes people think that he's portraying Hitler in a in a better but, light, and mm-hmm. it, it's just. Okay, here's a, here's an and idea. Like Scott said in his interviews, he has to he has to pre-defend himself, and then it. Here's a thought: yeah. Why I know I know that Taika Waititi's Hitler portrayal was was a was a, a big part of the movie and everything. I get that, but why portray it at all? Why not? Like, because because was the Hitler character? I'm doing this air quotes because it was it was the kid's imaginary friend. Um, why even portray it? Like it wasn't even a, it was, it was a fake character. Like why, why he portray it? No, like in the, in the marketing, why not just portray like the girl, the mom, Scarlett Johansson. Why not portray the little little boy? And and, I mean, show the comedy, show the, show all of the, uh, all of the, the guys coming in being like, hail Hitler. And like being like making fun of that aspect. But I don't know about like actually showing Hitler and showing him in a dude with your like blue eyes. That looks so natural. The way you said that, (laughs) dude, (laughs) that was like really good at that. You're such an ass. You are so charismatic. You are like making us (laughs) like whatever you say. I feel like I want to like, listen, <laughs> I I lost my train of thought. Honestly, well, ultimately, what I'm th- what I'm thinking about that is they want to show Taika Waititi. They want to yeah. show his face yeah. in the trailers. Well, and the he's last thing the he's what's selling the movie. The last thing you want to do is pull a Reese and justify what Hitler actually did. That's <laughs> sorry, that's not going to go. That's, that's like, not going to go away. <laughs> like 120 episodes in a row, we brought that up. It's not going to go away. It's never. Gonna I, we are literally talking about Hitler. We might as well. So I would Speaking apologize, of, uh, but Hitler, you guys remember Reese? <laughs> He's under that bus. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> the one that Troy this like threw on top of him. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, anything else to say about Jojo Rabbit? No, it's such it, a good movie. Yeah, it's a so great good. movie. And like you said, they painted themselves in the corner and couldn't. They, well, they couldn't the properly thing, advertise the movie, well, and it's it's due to just like the current the subject woke matter. culture, the right current now. culture we're in. Because yep. because ten years ago, ten years ago they could have uh, marketed it to its justice, but right now it's just 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 the, the whole Nazi, especially when it came out. The Nazi yeah. Hitler was a literal Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> he was literally Hitler, <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't. <laughs> uh, pointing. Uh, <laughs> I just wish I could punch him. Anyway, punch a Nazi. <laughs> it's a good day to do that. Yeah. All right. Who next? Should we just go in the same order? So Scott. Circle. So mine was Kingsman. That's a movie I never watched. I I I didn't watch for the longest time. I, I only did great, on, on off of your guys's. Uh, suggest, yeah, I think it's a great pick too. Cause. Yeah, and like I went back and watched the trailer, and it looks like a, a knockoff James Bond. It looked yeah. like Hunger Games James Bond. Or yeah, something. yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so it looked like te- it looked like a, a teen movie james bond thing and then you go and watch it and oh my goodness it's it so is, different it is so different well and then you have a taron edgerton who's not really like like that was his he, first movie yeah and, and it just he kind of <clears throat> comes across as just like a in the trailer and stuff and like just as a God. punk kid Dude, that, like, and i remember seeing it came out in 2014 i said i said the same thing freaking how can you be that sexy that sexy that charismatic <laughs> that funny that good at singing uh, sing dance uh, ski ski be that all of that you it's like justin timberlake you're not allowed to have all of it and yet you love him and i love him for it <laughs> i don't i don't his even have is, two of his those name things. is eggsy isn't that Aww. cute eggsy. i don't even eggsy. have two of those things if, if i could only have just two <laughs> but i don't even get two 
And it has a strong cast too. That's the other thing really that strong. I felt like, I don't know, maybe Colin Firth was like, Mark Strong, Colin Firth, Colin Firth Mark Strong, so Samuel L. Jackson, like you, they were all Samuel L. Jackson. I forgot, dude. He was like the lift. The lift. Yeah, the lift. yeah. And that, that, that lent, lent itself to being like a James Bond with like the over, overly weird. They, yeah. Cause they asked, they asked him like, why a lisp? And he's like, oh, James Bond villains. I'll have like a quirk. And he's like, what about a lisp? That's funny. Well, and I love his, <laughs> his comment about it. He's like, well, I mean, I, I fleshed out the character and he was bullied as a kid because he had a lisp. And so mm-hmm. then now he became this billionaire that ended up bullying the world back. And I'm like, oh, it's a fascinating take on that. Remember how Mark Hamill's in that movie, too? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that movie's so good. What made Mark me see Hamill. that was like a review. And the review, I read a, like a physical review. Wait, he's in? He is? Yeah, he's, uh, he's like a, a professor cameo. or something. It's a cameo. It's not. Oh, okay. okay but okay. in the review for it, they were like, uh, like cons, like this movie's going to offend a lot of people. Pros, this movie's going to offend a lot of people. <laughs> well, and, then, and I was like, I've got to see this. And that's this. the thing that didn't come across in the trailer is that like the they trailer. They blow up Obama's head. <laughs> well, the, the, the trailer <laughs> is like. Oh, yeah. Well, so like the. Da, 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 da. The, the trailer, it, it, like we said, it looks like a teen movie almost. Mm-hmm. And and then it says it's rated R. And I'm like, yeah. what is going to be rated R? Like, I was kind of disappointed. Like, what is it going to be like? Boobs or something? Um, nope. Boob. But, but this movie would have been less than half the movie it is if it wasn't rated R. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it depended on well, its... Well, she did a backflip and cut a guy in half hot dog style. Yes. Even she the, was so good in that, too. Yeah. Even the Colin Firth so crazy action scene in the church. Where he makes yeah. a guy's... But touch his own head. Yeah, like Dude. even that, like that. Jeez. You know what ragdolling people? You know what convinced me to watch the movie was actually because the trailers did not. No, what convinced me was uh, Samuel Jackson did an interview and talked about Colin Firth and said. Colin Firth. Nobody sees him as an action star, but no. that guy has it. Yeah, he says, "You wait. I'm not going to tell any of you anything about the movie, but th- he is a bad." ass and in this movie you will see he has it, it was so good and then dude. and i was like i was like oh. colin firth as a bad and like for this for is Samuel camp Jackson, this is campy it was what we were talking about campy oh yeah perfect example perfect of campy example of campy. But, but done so well though yeah and so with with <clears throat> samuel jackson and so that's part of the marketing and uh that's like the only bit of marketing that made me go you know what i think i'm gonna watch this movie because i have to see Colin Firth is a badass, and then he pulled it off so well. That that uh, Kentucky church scene was the the freebird freebird scene. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> well, great. and even even when he shows up in the in the pub with the umbrella. Oh yeah, and then manners, manners make it the yes, man. Yes, even yep. that was dude, fantastic. Not the, not the score, but the soundtrack was so good. The score oh, was dude. good, but the soundtrack the soundtrack was great. Oh, so good. So did you watch this movie like since it came out on like Blu-ray or? Yeah, I didn't see it in theater. Oh, okay. I, I didn't see it for a long time. I don't time. know if I saw I think I saw it in theater. It came out the exact same day as uh, the, the whippy, whippy girl with the... Wonder Woman. No, no, no. Like the bondage sex and the... Dakota Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, what the hell um, that? Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, the only thing I could think was Twilight. It was like, what's it called? Fifty Shades of Grey. I was like... It came out the exact same day on Valentine's Day, which is funny because the main character was uh, the another bet. The main villain was was Valentine and he was going to blow up everyone's head on Valentine's Day with his with his app. 
So like I saw. So it's a Valentine's Day movie. Yeah. So I saw on Valentine's Day with Kylie and I was like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Kylie walked out going, what a she wonderful actually, it, she actually really liked it but the like the very last part where that princess is like if you get me out we can do it in the ass and she's like did she just say we can do it in the ass and i was like yeah she did say that he shows up with the like, champagne he kills the guy and then he just like goes and picks up a wine glass he's like well i've got a date and mark strong's like, oh we're oh dear princess i know and, and it's interesting glasses. that they didn't that so they didn't good. show anything because because they've been so gratuitous the entire movie. Yeah, gratuitous violence and super language, and then no nudity. I know uh, they like, showed a you, bare butt. At the I, end I was like expecting it, it to be nice like a uh, like Team America sex scene where it's just like ridiculous. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of glad it wasn't. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, totally. the imagination. Totally. I, I'm I'm totally glad it wasn't either. But I was expecting it. Wasn't she his girlfriend in the second one? Yeah, like they're gonna. I get thought so. Or something. Yeah, yeah. He's so it was wholesome. Friend. I love the second one too. <laughs> second one, second one was, was not too. as good as the first, but it was but it, still. It's super got good. it's got Pedro Pascal and Julianne Moore. Yeah, it's yep. got uh, Elton John. It's got Channing El- freaking Tatum. Elton John. That's where yeah. he met Elton John yeah. and then became Elton John later. Dude, I saw the other day. I saw a picture yeah. of Elton John, Edgerton, like Elton a young John. picture of Elton John. And I thought it was Taron Edgerton. Oh, I, th- dude. I was like, I thought, I thought it was from Taron Edgerton. Okay. Taron Edgerton, Taron Edgerton sold it with his voice, his singing in, in sing. sing, and then he's, and then this is what I heard is that El- Elton John wanted to be part of Kingsman so that he could be close to Taron and like kind of get his. <laughs> a feel for him and then that's what made that's him actually decide to Dude, cast he, him in he Rocket looks Man. just like him oh yeah totally they did a great job with the with that anyway okay. cool Nick. good choice so uh, my gush over your pick again <laughs> <laughs> my pick was um john carter it's goes to mars too. uh and john carter What's fascinating was... about that movie is everything that happened that wasn't in the movie <laughs> just like all the stories about that it's so crazy so like not to not to harp on it again i i'm i was a film student when this movie came out in utah and it was filmed in utah all the exteriors were filmed in utah and so there was a lot of stories and stuff coming up from southern utah about the 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 filming and what was going on there and just the sheer tonnage of money that disney was going through um filming this movie uh is insane the their their the coliseum scene mm-hmm. when he fights the the white apes or whatever in the coliseum it, it's just there's so much money Poor that taylor was, kitsch dude he's could not catch her i feel so bad for taylor because this movie i love this movie i thought the movie was great i thought it was edited well it was acted well it, it was gonna be taylor kitsch's big uh it was kind of forgettable his breakout I mean, role really? it was his break yeah, I, it was I gonna really be his like this movie. Bre- big breakout it's role a, i think it's underrated i never but saw the it problem is is that they they did what they did with edge of tomorrow they changed the name of the movie halfway through marketing because it was called john carter of mars when they started and then they dropped of Mars. So the first trailers said John Carter of Mars mm-hmm. across the thing. And then they dropped of Mars and just called it John Carter. So then the next time people saw the trailers, like <clears throat> this is a different movie. What, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then um, was it Bob Iger? Mm-hmm. Bob Iger came in to Disney and took over as CEO of Disney. He sent that movie to die. And he, he was like, so he was part of the group that when they were green lighting movies, he was part of the group that said, we cannot be making 
John Carter. This this movie is going to cost too much. It's not going to be worth it. We can't do it. And so he did not greenlight the movie, but other people did, and they made the movie. And then halfway through, like after production, while they were marketing the movie, Bob Iger became the CEO of Disney. Oh, great. He just did it dirty. It was like, it was so petty. And he was just like, nope, we are, (coughs) we are burying this movie. And so he changed the name of the movie. So the marketing had already started and then he changed the name of the movie. And then, uh, they, they stopped showing trailers or they were showing trailers during the wrong movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, they weren't doing any of the, any of the pre, they weren't doing any of the pre-release stuff like interviews and all these different things, all the stuff that you would normally see for a big budget Disney movie. And then once the movie came out and then bombed because the, the, the marketing was so bad for it. The movie bombs. And then he comes out and says, see, I told you we shouldn't have greenlit this movie. It, it was a big mistake. Cause they had, they had the whole series planned. They were going to do, cause it's a series of books. And so they had the they whole, owned the rights to the books for like, I think a hundred years. Something wow. crazy like because that. Cause the guy that wrote Tarzan wrote it and they, they couldn't film it with him alive. Like the author, because he's like, no, everyone on Mars is naked. So if you're going to make my movie, everyone needs to be naked. Hmm. That was like a legit hang up that he had with making the movie. Like, so they literally waited till he died. So they waited until he died so they can make the movie. Wow. And they had they had the plan to make all the books, all the series of books into. So it was going to be this big, long series of movies. And then and then Bob Iger was like, nah, see, I told you this movie cost way too much and we're never going to get our return on it even though they made as much money as they paid into it but did they yeah it wasn't like it was the, like 350 yeah, million dollars at, to, was at the time make. was like the most expensive it's, movie it's and i think they made 400 million back but that means that they lost 300 million dollars mm-hmm. on the movie don't you have to make triple your budget to you have to make double your budget to break even yeah and then uh, triple is a, a triple, success. Triple is like okay, we're definitely making. If you make between tri- double and triple, it, making a sequel is like okay, we got to judge this. We got to. But if you can make triple your budget, it's like no question. Yeah. Um. So that that's this movie really bothered me because the the studio just buried. It's such a good movie that the studio just buried and wouldn't and refused to market and then nobody saw it and now it's kind of a cult movie but it's hard to call it a cult movie because it cost 350 million dollars to make like it i don't know dude i i agree like i i will harp on the how much studio involvement it kind of ticks me off anyway i mean we're getting a in in a in march we're getting the studio or the snyder cut of the justice league because of mm-hmm. studio involvement right and 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 i i honestly think that batman versus superman failed the way it did because of studio involvement um and it's just it like and that's just two dc movies but like studio involvement is such a I hate that. And so hearing you talk about that just frustrates the hell out of me because like, seriously, this guy, like Disney could have made a lot of money if they just would have marketed the film, but because of some guy's ego, I know he's some guy as a CEO of Disney, whatever. I mean, he's not but there be, anymore. But still, at the but time, still kind of he right wasn't well, just... He's there in an advisory role, but he's not... The but he wasn't just... I think just, he's doing the same thing. He's like, look at how much money you guys lost during 2020. Isn't that weird? I wasn't there for that. <laughs> but because of his, because of his ego... Right. Like yep. literally like just, why it was, a, it was a personal vendetta for, yeah, example. that's so petty and stupid. It's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying. And so that's, that's, 
as soon as Chris said it, like my first thought was, oh, that's it. That's my movie. Or as soon as, sorry, as soon as Scott suggested this be an episode, <laughs> my first thought was John Carter. Thanks. Scott. They don't call me Mr. Idea. For <laughs> they do call you that. Mm-hmm. On the streets. <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> Ideas on the streets. Freaking the sheets. So, yeah. So, I, I haven't seen it, so it, it's a good pick. It's good, I you, do you should see it. it. It's, yeah. it's basically like a, like an epic, you know, like a uh, I didn't like the movie Caribbean. Epic as much. It was kind of okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was. It's uh, but yeah, it's about a guy from. It's about a guy from the old west that yeah. uh, ended ends up on. He Gold finds a on the ceiling. <laughs> he finds a a portal to Mars. Okay, up on Mars. And okay, hell is all this time. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving well, away the movie. That's yeah. how it ends. Yeah, that's how it ends. Mm. He finds the portal to Mars. <laughs> uh, it's definitely not. Thank the goodness they changed the, the title. It's called the Devil's Anus. It's in Florida. <laughs> I didn't know it was called that when I said we should go through it. Wait, whose anus? Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, we're going back to uh, Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. on those on those quotes. That those are not quotes from John Carter of Mars. <laughs> no, I, I you said Ragnarok. I got what you. Okay. You're looking at me. No, sorry. I'm talking to the third chair. Let me explain the, the joke fifth, to you again. Chair, you'll, do. you'll laugh. What's you know what makes the, a joke real funny? What's the devil's anus? It? Yes. What is the devil's anus? Uh, it's when you eat way too many. Oh, chimichangas. my God. <laughs> <laughs> that really made me nervous. <laughs> really made me nervous. It's when you eat. It's when you tongue punch the wrong... Oh. Okay, Reese, you want to censor that whole sentence? I just did. <laughs> Why is it the wrong? How could you make that mistake? It's the devils? <laughs> Let's just move on. Anywho, hey, Chris, what's your pick for uh, uh, my pick? And I, I actually noticed a theme with a lot of us, too. Uh, my pick is a movie wanted, which and this pick is actually kind of talking about this movie is kind of what started this topic. In, mm-hmm. in general. anyway, so I wanted to throw that out there too. Yeah. I saw the trailer and they were like, like bending bullets. And at the time, James McAvoy wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Fat Chris Pratt is in this. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember like, I, cause I, what I eventually, I, I obviously loved the movie. Yeah. Uh, I bought it and I watched it all the time. And then when I saw like Star Lord, I was like, "Wait, that looks like the dude that, mm-hmm. that gets hit in the face with a keyboard, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and the letter still F U mm-hmm. <laughs> with, a, with his tooth, his tooth is the is U because <laughs> there's two U's in F U. Um, uh, but you know what sold this movie? Hmm. Uh, Angelina Jolie's back tattoo. Mm. That, that's what sold it you for mean, you. You mean her no? Her. That's what sold. That's what sold the movie in general. You mean I her think, backside? I remember it made a. It made its money back. Like it was fairly successful. It's also campy, like Kingsman too. Yeah, one hundred percent. But um, it came out like in two thousand and eight. So this is old, dude. Like, and thirteen years. Yeah, it seems weird to call it old, but in two thousand eight. Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, well, I looked at like our list, and I was like, do they just make bad trailers? Then, like, is it like do they just not know how to like make and market like good trailers in that at that time or? Is it like a okay. product of a time? Because it, it, it's the movie is at a higher level than the trailer depicts, right? And it's like they're they're playing to the lowest common denominator with mm-hmm. the trailer. So how would you market it differently? 
How would I have done it? Yeah. I don't know. Like that's that's a good question, but I feel like, I just feel like the trailer that they edited and cut trailer was like a, is an artwork. Was like oh, absolutely. It was like a, the transporter. Like that's what I was expecting. Was like the transporter okay. starring right. Jason Statham. <laughs> right. No, like, I remember thinking the same thing. Like this is going to be a mindless stupid. Yeah. Like there's definitely film. bad. Like I love me some action movies, and there are a lot of bad ones. When without the bad ones, I wouldn't appreciate the good ones. And I, I originally thought that this was going to be a bad one. And this was even like Angelina was already starting to decline. People were like, yeah, I don't yeah, like her anymore. Yeah. She she was almost getting like the nickel back. <laughs> like yeah, people just it. don't like her for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. So I like at How that close time, to Tomb Raider was this? A couple of years after, yeah. like maybe like four or five. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and like, and I don't remember the marketing too much, but I mean, it had Morgan Freeman in it and mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like just to try to answer my own question. I don't know how I would have marketed it, marketed it. I can't speak or marketed it, marketed it or done the trailer any differently. Like, mm-hmm. cause like, yeah, you have your, your main character is a, as an actor who <laughs> is kind of known, but not really, um, uh, not really actually James McVoy wasn't really well known in 2008. No, um, I think it's like his, that wasn't his first movie because he was a, a fawn goat. Right. Man. Right. <laughs> in, <laughs> in in Chronicles of Narnia, like three years before this. It's true. But, I mean, I, I think I think they, they sold it. Departure. They sold it on Angelina Jolie's back tattoo. Back oh yeah, tattoo. totally. And, but like, I, I feel like if I were to go back and look at the numbers, and I think I did. Like, it initially started out kind of weak, and then I had word a really strong mouth. word of mouth, and it just got like John Wick or something. Yeah, and it just took off from there. And there, there wasn't any sequels, which is a shame because I thought. Like it was a cool world. It that they lent built. itself to sequels. And they it, built in very. I think just John like Wick's John Wick. Good, yeah, like they, they had a world with their, with their own rules. They didn't over-explain it to you, and then they just kind of like established the rules, and then you got to follow along along the and way. And then they played inside that world. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I don't remember a ton of the marketing from the movie. <laughs> I, I put know, a trailer on there, and it's it's not good. Like yeah. I said, it's like a transporter trailer or like. What's I do remember bad? thinking that yeah. not going to the movie when it first came out because I remember thinking like ah, it's just going to be another Jason Statham type. I I re- I had this vivid memory of I saw a movie in the drive-in theaters and I don't remember what that movie is because I kept turning and watching Wanted <laughs> and I was like, dude, this movie's crazy. Like the the part where they have like a car. And they barrel roll the car onto a bus and then it pushes the bus (laughs) and it pushes the bus onto the side. So it gets knocked over and then she drives off the bus with like her Camaro. And I was like, how the hell did they do that? That was so cool. Yeah, there was a lot of cool stunts. Coming to think of it, it is super campy. Yeah, it's way campy. But they played it to their advantage. Yeah, because it was it was funny. And yeah, I like I, I don't know. Bullet bending. That was like really cool thing at the time. but like that's all the i remember too mm-hmm. everybody everybody you would walk around and every once in a while you'd see someone like throw their arm out yeah doing the bullet it was like it was like thing. tokyo drifting <laughs> you could yeah you, it's kind of like after watching uh got or the hulk every once in a while you'd see someone on the street just like clap their hands. i mean mm-hmm. like there was there was a lot of this movie that like i don't know 2008 <laughs> 
we were in our early twenties, right? So there was there was that aspect of really like just kind of appreciating some of the campiness. There's some crazy movies come out some, in two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, some some campiness action, but like even Roman just like Dark Knight when he blows when he shoots his gun and and uh, shoots the wings off of a fly, mm-hmm. you know, even stuff like that is just like just this crazy stuff of like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That like he he has this this aspect of like this um, severe anxiety that's just his body is just able to like allow him to just be a lethal atha- lethal athathen. Lethal athathen with psoriasis. I'm just just pulling up my Samuel L. Jackson from, from Kingsman. No, um, so and, and then even like when when they showed the whole like shooting and killing somebody, assassinating somebody from like clear across the other city from a bullet that just kind of like mm-hmm. falls apart falls apart as, as a, like for some reason that's that is aerodynamically better that way i don't know it's like taking a spaceship it's just and, badass to watch. it was badass but you know it was, but it was the i mean ben when when angelina jolie stood in front of the car the the carcass mm-hmm. and that's when he was able, and then it like flipped her hair out like it's just so I mean, visually, it's yeah. an amazing movie. Oh yeah, well, and and even some of just some of the the It'd be things funny to they go back did. and watch it now and be like, oh, that doesn't hold up. I know, right? right? <laughs> or like, or like getting a bunch of uh, sewer rats and feeding them explosive peanut butter. You know what I mean? Like, like. <laughs> It's so it, when you say it out loud, it's dumb. But they did it well. I love it when he when he jumps into the building and he kills everybody, and he has the glass like on his face still. Because he jumped through the, oh, the he jumps and he's it, shooting and through it, yeah. And then he shoots a guy in the head, and then the gun lands through his head, <laughs> and he's shooting people through the guy's <laughs> skull using oh, it as like yes. a shield. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I was like, "That's disgusting and awesome." <laughs> that's <laughs> disgusting and fantastic. It's uh, funny. Jeez, that's a good pick. And again, this was kind of the the movie that kind of started this whole discussion as mm-hmm. far as movies marketed badly, but were actually pretty good. Mm. And and honestly, this one is a really good example as well because how do you market it differently? Like we have good excuses for for John Carter for Kingsman. Kingsman was your number one, right? Yeah. Um, and then Jojo Rabbit is kind of falls under the same question, but I think there was still some things you could have done. This one, I don't know how you market it differently. I don't know how you do the trailer. You you get a better trailer. Mm-hmm. I, I like what would you do? I mean, I mean, I I'm not a trailer editor. I I don't know. But that, but trailer is hard to market camp. Like you, you're, you're trying to get the tone of the movie. Yeah. And you have an action movie that has camp. It's not a comedy movie that has camp. So it's mm-hmm. a little different. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But those the Jojo rabbits definitely can't be. Oh, totally. trailer. The, tra- the trailer editors absolutely make every dime. They earn oh, yeah. every dime they make. They have because that, studios if, just for making trailers. Like, and if they, it, good they ones, the good ones, oh, yeah, the yeah. bad ones are, they, they, but a good trailer can make or break a movie. Yeah. Like the only reason upgrade did what it did is because the good trailer mm-hmm. that it had. Uh, That's it would have been, if it was a bad trailer, it would have never, I mean, I wouldn't have seen it if sure. it was a bad trailer, if it was, the trailer wasn't good. Which means I wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> so, you know, so yeah, there you have it. That was our episode. That was good. Are we going to pick like an overall winner or nah? Should we? We don't have to. I don't, I don't necessarily think we need to. I, I mean, don't, I don't I, think we need to. All of our, all of our picks had different arguments. So it'd be hard to say which, it, like picking a movie is almost like picking which argument was better. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think we're fine. Yeah, um, I actually loved this episode. That was it was a lot was a of good fun. Discussion. I, did, I didn't expect much out of it, but it was actually pretty good. Well, that's weird for it's your big, idea. I know it was your idea, dude. Jeez, right? Take some accountability. <laughs> 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 An idiot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Get out of my house. <laughs> I love when Jake's an ass to Scott. <laughs> so good. You squeamy douche. <laughs> I don't remember what you said. Squeam inducing. It was squeam inducement. Squeam inducement. You have to get that notarized, dude. <laughs> Your inducement. Did you mean trademarked? <laughs> no, I meant notarized. By, by a notarizer. <laughs> Get a public notary to make sure that you know that I said this. I said inducement. inducement. Sign the damn paper, you stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh. Didn't go to notarizing school for no reason. I didn't go to notarizing school. <laughs> oh man. To be treated like this. Dude, I used to work at this place as like a a security guard at the front desk and they had to deal a lot with like uh mortgages and stuff and somebody came in they're like i need you to sign this for me and they're, i was like oh what is it and they're like garnishments and i look at the dude like dead ass like like lettuce <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what does parsley have to do with this like, his garnishment and, he was, and then he's just like no <laughs> like lettuce? i was like i'm joking obviously what was the, oh i got that's you a, that's a, what was it that was a tom segura joke in one of his specials where he's like have you ever asked someone a question that is so colossally stupid to them that they have to pause and reset before they answer <laughs> you guys have hammets <laughs> am i saying it wrong uh, <laughs> and on that note yeah, it was a great episode. It was a fantastic uh, conversation that we have. I, our, I very our much slap happy it. episodes are better. I love our slap happy episodes. Uh, it's weird they end up every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe you should just um, make an every up. other week trip to Utah, you know. Mm. And if enough people give us, like, money <laughs> on our Patreon, Jake could afford it. <laughs> Are you saying that I would be the beneficiary of all the money that is being paid I'm enough that, to get I'm you? I'm saying that when we all split it 50-50-50-50 equally, then maybe maybe we'll get 50, that. 50-50-50. We're going to get 200% of money. $50,000. Just so you know. If we can't afford not to. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna Just so you know, if you donate $10, so it's really $50. Yeah, that's After what? we divide it equally. <laughs> we're printing money by now. <laughs> so... How do we get when here, you guys? when you when you order a pizza and you're super hungry? Would you rather have four pieces or eight pieces? Eight pieces is more pizza, but four pieces are bigger pieces. I'd rather this have math. one piece. Oh, yeah. calzone! Fold that in half. Fold and it. Eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Anyway, we are getting way in the weeds on this. Uh, thank you all for listening. This has been a great episode. I've had incredible time. I'm pretty sure everybody else has too. Uh, if you liked what you heard and you think we deserve anything for it, please head over to Patreon, patreon.com backslash cold bowl podcast. Give us anything that you can think of. 200% of what you're thinking of would be preferable. It was anything you're thinking of. If you're thinking of, I made you a Reuben sandwich. (laughs) If someone paid me in a Reuben sandwich, I 
could not have been more happy Dude, with that, that payment. We need to put like our address out there so people can send us fan mail, like Reuben sandwiches. <laughs> Deliver a Reuben sandwich. I got a Reuben in the mail and it was delicious. <laughs> I actually, funny enough, there's a there's a podcast where there's a podcast that Scotty and I listen to where. <laughs> For fan mail, one of them literally put a scoop of mayonnaise into a, into a thing, into an envelope, he and mailed it, it. He sent it to a fan. He sent it to a fan. Sent them a scoop of mayonnaise. Did they get it the for, for their patrons? That they like send out little. Like, That's amazing. Little but and, That's and he said amazing. He, he said it on, as a joke. That he as a joke, he would, he said he would send it, and then someone was like, "That's what I want," and so he did it. Did it get to them? Like, um, did the I hope I'm so. sure the USPS deliver? I'm, I'm I sure hope they so. delivered it, and I'm sure it came, by the time it got to him, it was just a greasy. It was probably like in a plastic bag, and they're like going to charge him like a fee. Yeah, I could I could see by the time it got into a couple different mail trucks, they just threw it away. <laughs> Gross. Anywho, uh, go to Patreon and give us a bag of mayonnaise. Uh, <laughs> Please don't. Thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. by two hundred percent. Is there anything else that anybody no. wants to say? Nope, I'm good. If you're going to send mayo, just don't do like Miracle Whips. I hate Miracle Whips. Miracle Whips are worse. Don't send oh, Miracle Whips. Miracle Whips disgusting. Go Fight full, me. Go full <laughs> white guys. Fight me. <laughs> Scott and Chris said the same thing at the same time. It wasn't Scotty and I. Dude, we agree on everything you guys now. You on the same way, brainwave. I, I need to look at Scott's YouTube, too. Yeah, it's, it's all our... Because we have the exact same I'm, algorithm. I'm leaving, and you guys are going to... I mean, I'm not leaving the podcast, but... We're going to be BFFs. It's going to have to be you guys. I'll be your new brother. What the hell? Fine. Whatever. Fine. You're still our cousin, Troy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.